hooligans and welcome back to another episode of the weaving words podcast we are joined today by our first not just remote guest but out of state guest uh my buddy alex um good friend haven't seen him in what eight years now um we used to hang out all the time, play video games all the time, along with all of our other coworkers. And then he moved away to the great state of Michigan. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we kept in touch for a while. But then uh, when I got busy with uh, life, you know, working and stuff like that, I didn't have enough time to play video games. That's definitely one of the things that um, uh, we definitely bonded over, spent the most time doing was uh, sweating out at the field and uh, playing video games online. Um, but yeah. What's up, Albert? What you up to, man? What's going on? Yeah, man, just uh, just hang out, just working hard and playing hard, you know. Playing hard. Just what have you been playing lately? Oh man, I'm talking about sweat. I've been playing Apex. Apex. I've been playing Apex a lot. Sandra's really into it, and I we got uh, you remember Vardon. Vardon's really into yeah, it. So yeah. We have a full squad to just kind of like try to go hard, and it's just <laughs> it's it's just unbearable. But uh, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, just a few different indie games and trying like. Too many different games to squeeze into the time I had. Nice. Well, what's cool is, um, you know, we had a uh, Tavin on my last episode, and he talked about Apex, but he also talked mm-hmm. a lot, a, a lot about a lot of board games and stuff. And uh, so this time we're going to talk about uh, video games. A lot of the stories you liked. Um, would you say you grew up with the uh, more video game narratives than say like cartoons, books, stuff like that? Did you get more more stories out of video games than anything else, or did oh. they ju- did they just hit harder because you were playing them? I, I, all of the above. I mean, if you were like, hey, Alex, what, what's the last book you read? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> like going to school, I read books when I had to read books. Oh, when you uh, had to. <laughs> <laughs> Not elected, and sometimes, right? and sometimes that was even half. You know what I mean? Like, hey, read, you know, Great Gatsby. And it's like, okay, first chapter done. All right, maybe eh, skip down a little bit. You know, okay, now this is done. <laughs> I got the gist of it. Spark um, <laughs> note, right? Right. So other than that, I mean, comics were short enough for me to get through for sure. No, I, um, I get that, too. I, I mean, I'm all, obviously I'm into comics now. I work at a comic shop. Um, but I, I understand that, too, that I love novels a lot, but it takes time. It takes a lot of time. And you read a oh, comic yeah. and it's faster. You know, it's more engaging because it's visual. You get the narrative faster. Or again, in a video game, you're literally engaged. And you move the guy around. You get the storyline like right. Metal Gear, I think, is one of the best stories ever told on any media and it just happens to be a video game right kinda. yeah <laughs> sometimes it feels like you're just watching sort of. a you know 40 minute cutscene, but <laughs> interactive media yeah uh, no exactly and that's what it is yeah uh, um again like people look down on comics they look on down on graphic novels cartoons as if like they're they're not serious media i'm like why not like you're telling a story you're moving people it's just a different oh, yeah. form of media yeah i recently watched uh over the garden wall for the first time Oh, that show's nuts. It, that and show's it's, a, it's, a, it's bonkers. I'm like, oh, this has got to be a kid's thing. But everyone I know that's an adult are saying, like, this is really good. Go go watch this. And we watch it. And I'm like, man, this is really trippy. And I like it. Um, yeah, definitely. I think I watched that when I was six. I was having like fever dreams. And the show did not help, dude. I was just <laughs> no. like, what the fuck's going on, dude? No, like... <laughs> dude, not even close. That's that's going to get you, dude. That's going to send you down another level. For real. Um, but um, no, it's definitely, definitely still more games, though. Like, because of that interactive point definitely what's engaging you're having an activity you can do and then you have a story that you 
play. And again, like a storyline that's good because there's games that are fun just to fuck around with and play. I mean, me and you played a lot of Nidhogg. I remember that right before I stopped oh. playing. No, and that game's fun, yeah, but there's no story it. to it. Yeah, there's exactly. no story to it though, right? It's just fucking around having fun. Um, and then there's some games that got a lot of really good story that it's like when you think about it, you're like it resonates so well. Um, and you said one of the ones that you really enjoyed growing up was a uh, Alan Wake. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. That that like changed my gamerhood in a way. You know what I mean? Like up until I think the big thing with Alan Wake is like up until Alan Wake, all the all the other games I was kind of into at that time back in 2010, right? Like I'm like a 18 years old and senior in high school and like all I'm playing is Call of Duty and Halo and Gears of War. Right. Which are fun. Like, There's nothing which wrong are with great, them. which are great and fun. And, and they were that was like the heyday. Like it was like shooters heyday, like Halo 3 and Modern Warfare. And, and they just did have like, story. And, and like you said, it was definitely in the heyday where the story mattered. Now it's like uh, you get like a 20, 30 minute story, and but it's all online play. Like right. <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay an extra five dollars to get this little bit here. Um <laughs> but like, what about the story though what what about yeah. the, what about alan wake was it um the characters the world it, the plot itself it was like watching and playing through an actual book you know what i mean like it was there's there's this great narrative to it where alan wake the main character like he's kind of narrating this whole like beginning of this journey and everything that's kind of recently happened and he's like this horror novelist um and he was going off to this like island area and, and they just paint this whole beautiful scene. Like he's coming into the, to the Harbor and you see this Island and it's like cloudy and you know, all misty and just dark and green and everything's kind of gloomy, but everyone's kind of happy. And, um, it just gives you so deep into this atmosphere that you just cling to. Um, and then as the, and as the game goes on and as you get further into it, you know, you start to do more interactive things and be more active and start controlling him and, and defeating enemies that aren't, you know, for once, it's not like actual people that are the enemies. It's a metaphor for like you're killing these things that are like a metaphor for like the darkness within yourself and stuff like that. Um, and it's just this whole trip, you know, the it's it's like sci fi horror where this is obviously, you know, not something that's possible in the real world. So almost Silent Hill-esque, you'd say? or Oh, yeah, very, very much so. But like that, that similar kind of atmosphere. Um but it's just you feel way more responsible for things like the way the game just as like a quick plot background. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Like um, you eventually get tricked by this evil entity on the island while you're there with your wife into writing a manuscript full of evil things and like murders and stuff like that that happen. And then when you wake up, they start happening like the evil thing takes those and manifests them in the reality and you have to defeat those things. Oh, shit. It's it's nuts because like you're going over this entire town, this whole, you know, this whole area and you're defeating these dark things. And then it's also reaching inside of you like and you have to defeat like your demons. And like it's the story just engrosses you so much. And like I said, like back at the back at that time in 2010, everything I had was just action. It was just right. action, 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 guns, bullets, like everything go crazy. And then so I you played probably that. weren't playing uh, narrative games like that, like Silent Hill or or anything no. that's a little bit slower paced. No. Um, what, what would you say about the main character, Alan Wake himself? Uh, was he a compelling character or was he kind of a little bit more uh, white bread? Like, so you can kind of, you know, uh, kind of like Link, right? Like he doesn't have a whole lot of right. personality because you're supposed to be him. You know, the personality he has is whatever you impose on him. Was he like that or did it feel like you were playing a actual living person? It definitely felt like an actual living person. Like, but it made you feel like you were that actual living person. Like you're not just controlling this man and he's 
being told these things or he's saying these things. It's like you're making these decisions. So like you'll, you'll be doing something and you're like, gosh, shit, what did I do? Like what did I get myself into? You know, some kind of weird situation like that. And um, almost like Mass Effect then, right? Like he acts a certain way, but the way he acts is going to be more in line with like, you know, your Alan Wake would probably be different than my Alan Wake when it right. comes to the decisions, right? Yeah. Now, would you say a lot of those decisions definitely affect the outcome of the game or are you kind of like on rails a bit? You're mostly on rails for sure. It's definitely a strong narrative story where you're just going along for the ride, but you're, you have, you have, there's like action to it still. Um, it's just mostly about using the action to get to the next weird twist or a weird dark turn, um, or a new bit of like information as to what even happened to you, you know, like, so it's like burst of animation and, and cool stuff. There's nothing crazy mechanic wise, as far as games go, you know, Right, um, right. You're, you're not Kratos. You're not just flying around, swinging blades everywhere, getting new, you know, exactly. Shit. Yeah, that was like the first thing that came to mind, honestly, because I've been playing so much of that. But it's uh, it's just it's just where you're like, the only mechanic is you have a flashlight and you have a gun. You shine the flashlight on them and then you use your gun. But it, <laughs> but so it's like a very simple mechanic, but it's it makes things like crazy when there's a lot More of something tense, coming after right? you yeah, and yeah. you're just trying to really climb that thing and you're like oh come on come on before you get ripped <laughs> apart you know what i mean so it's it makes that horror horror feel like really kind of engrossing in so it almost sounds like a combination of like maybe uncharted meets uh, silent hill right where you can actually run away do stuff a little bit more interactive silent hill mm-hmm. i felt was uh when i did play him it felt a lot more like resident evil but without the guns really like you can't really kill shit you're just <laughs> right. kind of trying to get away from it yeah so that, that's interesting man it sounds really cool i wish i had played it i told you uh, you know before we started the only thing i remember from from alan wake is seeing the logo and it's just the silhouette of a dude as as the logo you know flashlight and the silhouette of a dude right um, yeah he, he's he's just pretty badass you better watch out like <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got a flashlight i want to mess with alan wake like, don't oh shit is that a mag light <laughs> oh fuck don't hit me with that <laughs> are you mad enough to buy this game like <laughs> i don't think you are oh, like, shit, man. Uh, that, that thing's right and yeah and, and the reason why like it's i've been thinking about it more lately too is uh the remastered version just came out in october um and that thing like takes it all like just ugh, it's an actual remaster. They actually it's not like an HD version. Like they actually made this thing look next gen again. So it was really nice. Is it the that, exact same game in the sense of like all the beats are the same? They just kind of updated it, everything like the mechanics, the graphics, stuff like that. Yeah, or, mostly graphics. It's cool, mostly cool, like cool. It, it looks like all three different models of everything. Oh, and shit. they're all just brand new. Like it's not even just a good shader or 4K thing they, like they did with like Grand Theft Auto. You know, what I mean, it's like right. Grand Theft Auto yeah. is such a weird case, but <laughs> Well, they did the uh, remaster or whatever, the new um, FF7, right? And it's yeah. a completely different game. It's not turn-based yeah. RPG like the original one was. Obviously, the the graphics are updated and all that stuff. And they've kind of been going back and forth with that on Resident Evil from what I've heard, too. Some of them are just H- like HD updates or whatever, and some of them yeah. are actual remasters. Like, how come they can't just figure out what they want to do? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they're, they're taking their time. Like, the, I think the first couple they remastered, but then, like, after they started remastering, they still came out with an HD version of one of the other newer ones. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just weird. They're putting their money in the wrong places, but right who uh, makes uh who makes alan wake what what studio oh shoot it's um you should know off the top of your oh, head it's your favorite game bro oh it's, ah, <laughs> you're killing me. it's remedy they made control okay, okay. they made control which is also another newer game that i have in my steam library that i have not touched <laughs> <laughs> hopefully you didn't pay full price for that man i, I got it during 
I got it through Humble Bundle. I get a lot oh, of games yeah, through yeah. Humble Bundle. So I just pay the 12 bucks monthly and I get a bunch of good games for free. Some of it goes to charity. And it's like, I don't even have to think about it, but I end up getting games that I wanted in the, in the first place. Like it, it actually works out in most cases. Well, that's pretty cool. I saw they did a Humble, bun- Humble Bundle for a bunch of uh, Warhammer titles about a year or so yeah. ago. And I think they're doing I some books right that. now. Yeah, yeah. They're they got a bunch of cool stuff. It's always cool. Just again, you get a bunch of stuff you might use, some stuff you might not, and then uh, you get a small portion of that towards charity, which is good. You know, do something good for your for uh, people who need it. Yeah, um, and the extra the extra shows I usually just give to friends, or uh, I think for the short period of time that I tried to stream a little bit, I would just give them away to whoever was watching in the stream. Like, you know, thanks for thanks for being here. I know, you're right? Like, well, especially if you're not doing anything with it. I'm very much the same way, too. Like, you know, I plan on doing um my YouTube channel, and I'm just going to give away a bunch of comics and stuff. It's like, hey, I'm done with this run. Who wants it, right? You know, right. let's hit X amount of uh, comments or whatever, X amount of whatever it is, and uh, likes or whatnot, and then I'll just fucking do a giveaway to somebody random because I don't need this shit. Right, exactly. <laughs> just sitting in a box somewhere, right? Or, again, <laughs> sitting in your Steam library and never doing shit with it. Yeah, just getting it to someone to enjoy. Like, there's no point holding on to something like that. <laughs> Right. It was for the kids, well, um, you know. <laughs> for the kids, <laughs> things for the kids, for the children. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, uh, t- <laughs> talking about video games, um, and and that's kind of how we uh we got along a lot uh, before you moved away. Is again, we met through work. Um, we do Mike Mondays. We'd hang out hang out at our uh, buddy Mike's place on Mondays and play board games or video games or whatever it was. And uh, we play a lot online, and we play a lot of Counter Strike. But another game we played a lot of was uh, League of Legends, and um, you know we all got into it. All, all of our group, all of our group was into it, along with a bunch of my other friends. It was just like it was almost like a, just a crazy phenomenon where everybody was playing League. Everybody's trying to get computers to be able to play League of Legends, and obviously the game was fun. But I always really liked the lore. I would read the little bios, watch the little videos. I liked the lore. And it never made sense to me. <laughs> it's like, how is this guy here and this guy? Exactly. How do, guys, how do you got guys with guns and rocket launchers, and then this dude with a sword and a shield? Like, this doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. The, the lore is super rich. Like, it's it's nuts. It what drew me to my favorite champion, even to this day, ever since I started playing, was Brand. Like, yeah, Brand's cool. As soon as well, I read I his thing, forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna name my firstborn son. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that'd be that, cool right <laughs> don't fuck with that guy um yeah dude like his like, his whole thing was like it, he's like a he's like a demon soul or a god or something and like yeah yeah an archaeologist like tries to find him and use his powers for his own but he gets t- his body gets taken over and he dies so brand is just walking around this other dude's body oh and, shit. Uh, trying to get more power man. trying to like go around the world and gain all the power um so that drew me to him like instantly and i like i said to this day uh, whenever I get on, I I play a brand. Like you're like, uh, is brand good? I'm going mid. I don't even ask. I'm like, okay, I'm brand now. Thanks. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know who I'd use now. Uh, they, I know they reworked Poppy, which I liked how she was before because that could make her broken. And I was like, right. oh, she's really good. I'm like, yeah, but not the way I want her to be. No, good. no, it's a different kind of good. It's like a, it's like a ramp up kind of good. Whereas yeah. back then, she was just a boom instant power spike good like oh yeah she could go in and just be invincible for like invincible, the hottest yeah minute. and then you run like triforce and like uh what was it a lich bane and then you're just queuing yeah. people and like <laughs> you're just shotting yeah anything up. just <laughs> <laughs> a war mong's on top <laughs> 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 
Oh, your yeah. Nami's trying to help you. Cool. She shouldn't have gone too close. Fuck right. you. Oh, you're trying to run away. Your turret's going to do damage to me. I think right. the only thing that did damage to you during that ult was the Nexus, which whatever. If you're that fucking right. deep in there, you're already expecting to die anyways. Exactly. You're doing this for Motherland, um, for sure. Like it's, Oh, it's yeah. Going down. <laughs> you're going to alloc bar it. You know, that's, that's pretty much what's happening. Um, you know, I bring up League of Legends because uh, one of the things you said you got into recently was the uh, Arcane cartoon show or animated show on uh, Netflix. Um, what'd you think about that? Dude, it was it blew through all my expectations honestly it, it uh, did i was telling uh aaron my buddy aaron was on a few episodes ago and we brought this up as well that he recently watched and i told him it was hard initially for me to watch it because i knew the lore so i'm like yeah that they're they're yeah they're, they have a thing going on this was gonna happen like i kind of knew it was gonna happen already um it wasn't until later the jay stuff i i love jace jace has always been a Oof, cool character yeah but it's hard because i knew about the lore which i kind of is one of those moments where i was like i wish i didn't know so much about these characters because i would have been hooked the first like minute right yeah it kind of and like when uh when we were watching it i mean Sandra didn't really play a whole lot of league of legends so when we were watching it together she loved arcane too by the way and right but she doesn't know any of these so she's getting all fresh like this is a brand new world brand new story to her That's and i'm so like cool. i'm a, I'm a really little cool jealous yeah i'm like yeah it's a little envious because you're just like oh man to see it through fresh eyes you right know? i'm like this is vi this is James. yeah this exactly is yeah this we, is me and you know yeah like <laughs> Like we know these people, and then, oh Heimerdinger, obviously. Oh man, yeah, Heimerdinger <laughs> like, is a uh, that one dude um who was basically raising Jinx afterwards. Is that supposed to be um the crow dude? I forget what his name was. Is that supposed to be oh, him, Swain? or is it a different character? Uh, I think it's a different character altogether because I think they're adding him to the mobile version. Interesting. Interesting. And um, the doctor that he goes to to fix up Jinx, that's singed. Yeah, they're Cinch, um, and then the Victor's there, obviously. That was Victor fucking cool. Victor's the one dude, yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, man, this fucking show was, was cool, so dude. so sick, dude. The way that all went down, like, he was willing to, I mean, he was going to die anyway. Like, you know, he was willing to just risk yeah. it all, just F it. Like, let's go. You don't, t but then what happens to his assistant, like, damn. Oh, yeah, that, that, that fucking heartbroken. sucked, dude. Yeah, exactly, because you're like, he's getting what he wants. Oh, no, not that way. Oh, shit. No, right. <laughs> Oh, Jay, man. same thing too. Jace got what he wanted, but not the way he expected it or he intended. <laughs> no consent. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> no, he. Uh, I'm still yeah. wondering how they're gonna explain all the different shit. When I initially read the lore for League of Legends, I kind of thought of it as they have all these realms, right? Noxia, Demacia, whatever, Piltover, Bilgewater, all these, you know, all these different areas. And that there was like maybe portals that let you kind of bridge the gap between them. And mm -hmm. in between the portals was the void. And that's where the void came. But I guess it's not the case, dude. Right. No, I think they're um, I think they started making it more apparent when they did their card game or something like that, where, you know, it's like Runeterra. Right. And then which at the time, like you're right, like it makes no sense because you're thinking, OK, Runeterra is like this universe. And now it's kind of like, OK, Runeterra is like this planet, like it's a. Somehow it's a planet and there's like vastly different, like huge differences. I get that they're trying to make different regions, you know, different thing. Like this is like Asia. This is North America. Yeah, this, you know, Ionia, like you know. Right. And um, you, you understand that stuff, but it's like, yeah, it, it seems so much different. So, so different than when they brought it into actual video form. I mean, you see that the those gates that Jace made with um, with his hex tech, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that make made trading easier, but they were already trading like that just right. made and it so much faster, more profitable or whatever. And then, you know, Noxio visits and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it definitely makes it feel like more like tight knit. 
Yeah, and, and I get they're kind of trying to play off the whole thing of like, oh, well, some places have more resources than others. I'm like, fuck, dude, magic. How's magic not a resource? Like, <laughs> right? How, this one little town, you they claim to like, oh, we have more re- resources in the underworld or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but this place over here just has straight up magic everywhere. So how are you going to explain that away? <laughs> yeah, know, man, it's hard, dude. It really is. Exactly. Like, because they made magic seem like it was like a nuke. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, as and soon there's, as you get magic, it's going to be like, things are going to pop off. Like, someone's going to well, go crazy. You know, and um, then when Brant comes in, how the fuck do you deal with that? Or um, what's his face? Um, Rise? Dude, he's all magic. Like, fucking... Right. Rise uh, was in there, yeah. Right? Rise yeah. was actually in there. I totally forgot. Uh, he he teleported him out, so... Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, man. Like you said, they definitely treat it like as nu- like they're nukes, like nuclear technology. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay. Um, fuck, dude, how are they going to bring in like the Freylord, right? Like the fucking ice people with fucking... Oh, uh, they have to, you know? Like they actually yeah. have to. Because who's going to miss out on like Ash and Lysandra, like the queen? And, and um, uh, what the fuck's the king's name? I'm already, I feel so bad um, forgetting his name. Trindamir. Trindamir, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, how the fuck are you not going to have Trindamir, bro? Like... Oh man, it's, it's, and then how are you gonna explain the void again? If they were just smart, they'd fucking do what I said. And it's like, yeah, it's it's a universe, or they're on a world, yeah. But it's you can't access the other areas without going through these portals, and in right. between the portals is the void, and that's where fucking Cholgath and Kogmar are gonna see you, right? Because it's magic already. Like exactly. Like why are you trying to make it seem like magic is such a like, a, like miracle phenomenon? You know what I mean? Like. Oh, Jace just happens to have magic. Like, right. It seems I like, like magic's it. been around. <laughs> yeah, and and I liked it better too, where they made it seem like it, initially that, um, in the game that it was tech, like it was special tech. In order to compete with magic, they had to make up this tech. Mm-hmm. Is what I felt like they were doing at first, you know. Um, and especially with uh, Jason's time stuff, it's like, oh, they're figuring out a way to use this weird tech. And now it's like, no, the 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 tech is magic. I'm like, oh, so everything's magic, but it's <laughs> scarce. I don't get this, man. Right. <laughs> what would you like, like about the show so far, though, dude? Like, what was your favorite part? Dude, just all the vibe Seeing the world? scenes. Yeah. Oh, the- fuck yeah. Right? <laughs> she she goes so hard, and they and they had picked such great music to go with all of it, and like oh, the yeah. intro song and everything. But the music that just goes along with everything and all the emotion between her and Jinx, and like, oh, it's 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 nuts, dude. And just how crazy Jinx actually is, because she's been one of my favorite champs too for a long time. Like if yeah, I ever have to go cool. AD, like I go, I go with Jinx. Yeah, League of Legends um, Harley Quinn. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's funny that's how that's all she is, but she's still cool, right? You know, yeah, no, like, cool. I mean, like, and then in the show, like, you get to see how crazy she really is because it was kind of teeter tottering so much on like, okay, is she like okay again? Is she crazy still? And then like you get to her to the end, and you're like, okay, she's fucking crazy. Like, yeah, she's she's nuts, and I don't think there's gonna do anything, no matter what happens, that's gonna change that she's nuts. You know? Oh no, she's messed up. Oh yeah, she's she's got some problems. What are you looking forward to seeing, like in the next season, right? Because they already said they're going to make another season, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It was announced pretty quick. Um, I I don't know because I haven't heard a whole lot about what could happen. I mean, the way everything's going down, it's kind of it's almost like up in the air. But there seems like I don't know. Since Noxia came over, I'm thinking something crazy with Noxia is going to happen. I mean, they were just trying to warn them in a way, but. Yeah, it'd be um, cool to uh, use Noxia coming in to bring in Demacia because again, J four dude, that's my boy right there. Right, right. Him I was gonna Garen. say, yeah, J four, J four, Lux, Lux. Yeah, I was just gonna Ez? say, dude. Come uh, on, dude. I think yeah, dude. See, that, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, no, it would be nuts. Like they need to bring in at least at minimum two more factions. 
Yeah. Like you can't or even just, just be like bury, and just show it off too, not just be stuck in Piltover or whatever. You know, right. show off these different areas. The the League of Legends universe is definitely super huge, is very dense. Like there's a lot of stories you can tell. Fuck, you can do a whole season on just Ionia alone, right? Like Master Yi, Yasuo, shit like that. Easy. Shen. Yeah. Like there, there's so much shit you can do. What was the uh, what was the other guy that Shen would fight against? Um fuck. Oh man, yeah, yeah, like a, now. yeah, like a natural enemy. Yeah, because remember the whole thing right. was like, oh yeah, he killed my master, and then they kind of when that champion came out, they're kind of trying to make it seem like, well, did he really? You know? <laughs> right? Yeah. Dude, who was it? It couldn't have been. Like I know. Ye. I'm brain farting now. It, it wasn't Yi. I don't think it was Yi. Maybe it might have been Yasuo, right? Maybe they were trying to hint that it was Yasuo. I don't know, man. Fuck, I don't remember. It <laughs> he's just a messed up ninja, matter. dude. Let's just forget. Yeah, he's, he's, he was a bad guy. Bad guy. Bad <laughs> oh, guy. it was a uh, fucking <laughs> Zed. <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> so, i was like thinking douche. like shredder yeah yeah <laughs> they did a comic book for him they did a graphic novel adaptation really? for him, actually yeah they did one the first one to come out was ash and then i think they did a lux and then oh yeah one. i did see that yeah i didn't know they came out that one though i think i only saw the ash at the time but yeah ash was the first one and then that one came out digital first like you can buy the issues on online first and then when it came out in print like months later same thing with the lux one the zed one was the first one to come out both digital and uh trade paperback format or graphic novel format uh right okay. away yeah so i'm kind of looking forward to stuff like that man just bringing in different areas telling different stories i guess you know i kind of hope they just wrap up the piltover storyline because right. another storyline would be cool too would be uh we were talking about the pirates earlier fucking uh bilgewater, bilgewater. right bilgewater you know would be what? so dirty i would love it uh, like, gang the, misfortune. yeah misfortune uh, with the tiggle bitties yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Sailing the seven seas with them <laughs> My my buoys. <laughs> my buoy boobies. <laughs> he let they float. Like <laughs> shit, man. Uh, talking about looking, talking about looking forward to um, another season. Another thing you you were looking forward to watch was um, you said the Batman, right? The new one with the. Um, oh. oh man, I feel bad. What's Robert his name? Pattinson. The actor, yeah, Robert Pattinson. I keep wanting oh. to call him Edward because of the fucking. Batman I know, movie. I know. It's it's tough sometimes, but like. For me, when it comes to actors, I'm always the uh, let's wait and see how good it is because people gave the Ben Affleck uh, casting so much shit, and I feel like that's the best comic book accurate Batman they've done in a while. Oh, it was just yeah. the shitty movies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was just all, the shitty movies. Yeah, the whole like Nolan trilogy like wasn't like very comic accurate at all. You know what I mean? Like they they try to make it more realistic in a way. Yeah, um, kind of like a semi-realism. Which right. when when they were doing the Batman versus Superman, it was saying, "No, we need to get." the nolan verse batman to fight superman like bro a roided out guy broke his back what do you think superman's <laughs> right, gonna do right <laughs> it was cool and again the the moments of batman i'm not even a big batman fan i actually really don't no, care same. about batman and uh but the moments where he was being batman in the superman versus batman were some of the best parts of the movie like him actually breaking through walls planning out his attacks on these goons you know right. using the gadgets um and then when they're fighting uh the what's his name uh doomsday mm-hmm. you know the the zod doomsday hybrid thing <laughs> right. he's like getting laser beams shot at him he's like last minute grappling away off a building i'm like yeah that's what he does in the comics whereas right. the batman from um the nolan verse would have been like trying to grapple away and just like fell down or something you know, like, <laughs> right. nothing realistically believable <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah. i put my toe back there this shit really sucks <laughs> Like my, my suit's too stiff to not get laser beamed. Right. <laughs> I must rip my pants. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's, and, and that's, that's why I think it's so refreshing for me to, to get like even deeper. Cause I remember, uh, you know, reading year one Batman 
And I think yeah, you can watch an animated version of it. And like just that vibe of just some fresh, inexperienced Batman was so nice. And you get that a little bit from Batman Begins, but yeah, be, yeah, but it's a little different. A, it'd be cool to get a more comic booky version of it or more gritty version of it in the new one. Cause I've seen yeah. the trailers and they look badass. Catwoman's gonna be in there too. Yeah. The penguin, what's his face is the penguin is so fucking sick. Dude. I didn't I didn't know that's what I needed was Colin Farrell as fucking uh the penguin, but yeah, when I saw the so trailer, wild. I was like, whoa. When, when yeah. that guy's trying to outrun Batman, he's like, oh, I, I did it. I got the Batman. And you just see the fucking car jump out of the flames. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's <laughs> right. some comic book shit right there. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm looking for. I want that young experience. Because as, as more comic accurate as Ben Affleck's was, he was the older Batman. You know what I mean? Like he was already like the, the seasoned Batman. He's like, all right. Let, yeah, like, they started it kind of backwards, right? Shit. Where they did Dark Knight Returns first, which usually when it comes to the storylines for Batman and Superman, it's the end, right? It's the, the, right. the book the bookend of it so it's weird how they kind of went reverse where it's like he's old he's busted up and then the justice league progresses stuff like that i'm like yeah i'm like should have done the other way around he's already at the he's at the tail end of his years here but i don't know how long he's gonna be in that justice league like and i think that's what's gonna be so great like yeah just just a younger dude i mean this is gonna be a batman in his i don't know early 30s maybe right maybe building up to his prime right exactly he's not prime still learning stuff like he's still figuring things out and um he doesn't have uh, everything ultra violent too you saw yeah. the fucking first teaser where he's just beating the shit out of a guy yeah. i love that meme though ba- you know batman asking questions beats the shit out of dude breaks his jaw <laughs> now talk yeah. <laughs> why aren't you talking yeah why aren't you talking to the video more where is she? <laughs> yeah where <is> she? <laughs> the 7-eleven's around the corner <laughs> just something simple right <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Right. Punches them on the way out. Right. <laughs> Not even like, just like in the arm or something too. Like dead arm. I know, right? Pops <laughs> like get Charlie horses them real quick as he leaves. I'm Batman. Exactly. Ultra violent, dude. That's exactly what ultra violent is. I think. I mean. Just violence be, for no cool reason. Get, yeah, it'll be cool just to get something different, man. Yeah. We already got like the early comic booky style, uh, you know, um, Tim Burton one. Um, that right. one was good. I, I love that one too. Again, that's another uh, casting choice that people were questioning at first. I mean, when you look at uh, what's his face, Michael Keaton, he doesn't look like Bruce Wayne. That no. curly haired fuck doesn't look like Bruce Wayne. Nah. He looks like a fucking clown. Right. <laughs> it's just the way he talks too. You know, it's very distinct. You know, yeah. I mean? it doesn't it just really feel like the constant, like that confident playboy that I wanted out of a Bruce Wayne or nothing either. Like I don't know, nor did it be like a a rock solid Batman either. So yeah, it was it was a weird thing. It was but good. It, it was, was good fun, for though. its time. Yeah, it was, it was good for its time. Same thing like the Nolan uh, Batman was good for its time. I feel like those movies pro- progressively got worse in the sense of like quality, staying true to the character, or telling just an overall good story. Like I really like Batman Begins because, like you said, it's cool seeing an up and coming Batman. Right. It makes sense. You know, it was very much that when Batman Begins was very much that year one where he sucks. You know, he's falling down. He's getting yeah. fucked up. He doesn't know what he's doing, and it kind of feels like he just continued to not know what he was doing through the whole trilogy <laughs> he never I mean, come learned. on man how, how, how does he get fucking stabbed by some girl just like that like right just, right dumb, like dude and, he's, and he is an older bat like they showed him going from like late 30s you know what i mean to like late 40s or something you know you know, like he he progressed in a little bit in somewhat older years but like he should have known he should have been like i have this very soft spot next to my abdomen uh <laughs> let me hug this strange lady Oh um, right, who may or make you want to kill me, but you know, like <laughs> she's hot. Let's go. <laughs> Let's try this. 
Um, what, what what do you think about the the characters that they've already shown off? Because they've shown off. Um, oh, dude, the Riddler. The Riddler. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. They're, uh, they're teasing the Riddler and Black Mask. Um, they already shown off. Obviously, the Penguin, Batman, and uh, Celine Kyle, the Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman. Uh, yeah. But they hinted at it right away with the the Riddler. That'll be cool because in the Snyder and Capullo run for New Fifty Two Batman, when they did their version of Year One, they called it Zero Year. And that was his Ooh. first villain was a Riddler. Um, so it was, it's interesting. It makes sense, too, right? This guy, you know, just leaving little breadcrumbs for Batman. It's kind of a, a neat idea to see in real life, especially with the technology nowadays. You know, if they're using it in the in the story, like it would right. really be used. It'd be really interesting. Shit like that. Black Mask makes sense, too. He's, you know, um, leader of a bunch of gangs, shit like that. You always need to have like your your little scum and villainy type. That's like your half step. Stories. You know what I mean? That's yeah. like your that's like your. That's like your really, really strong villain before you get to that super villain. Yeah, stage. he's like he's like the uh, the mid boss in a dungeon, right? When you're playing Zelda, right. you got the mid boss, and then you got the final boss. <laughs> yeah, you want the key to that guy? Come on. Yeah, right. Get me first. Ten thousand gang members. <laughs> like, <laughs> I got the compass in this chest right behind me. <laughs> How convenient for you. <laughs> How convenient for you, but you'll never get it. Now here's right. my pattern. <laughs> right. <laughs> Remember this sound. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Do you think they'll ever do another uh, Arkham series uh, for the Batman games? Because I fucking love those. Dude, dude. did you hear about the new one? That's no. um, Arkham Knights. Oh, no, I did hear about yeah, that. Yeah, it's the four-player co-op one where you're, where Batman dies and your um, Batgirl. With, uh, Damien. Yeah, yeah. And the Batgirl, yeah. That'll be fucking cool, actually. Dude, it's going to be I wonder sick. if it's going to be like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which should be kind of hard because the whole point of these Bat Family characters is that they're sneaky. And you know how mm-hmm. fucking people are when you're playing video games, like especially four-player co-op. Oh, Splinter Cell co-op yeah. <laughs> did not ever end well. <laughs> like, and that's and that's just two players, dude. That's exactly. Two players. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you can't really... It's going to be so weird and difficult to coordinate, like, walking around the rafters and just taking down people at the same time or detonating certain things, you know? But... The combo moves look insane, like punching it, it someone sounds, into someone else it, and then them flipping them up in the air. And then someone it, else it sounds a lot like Marvel Ultimate Alliance then, dude. Remember, there'd yeah. be like the little combo attacks you can do with like the ults and shit. Yeah, I remember it was a. <laughs> I found the broken character in that game was the Hulk because uh, <laughs> <laughs> all your ults, like your ultimate moves um, for the characters wouldn't affect the boss really like it do damage but it wouldn't do any of the shit and then <laughs> the hulks he would run tackle and smash you like ground pound you and he could do that to bosses and i was like whoa what the fuck right. <laughs> <laughs> so i just picked the hulk from then on i was like fuck, let me just fucking ragged all these people just kind of like he did a loki in the first avengers movie just bam 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 bam, 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 bam. bam. we have a hulk <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit, man. But yeah, dude, I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, the the Batman movie too. A lot of people are. I mean, I don't know. Dude, I don't know why people are so negative, dude. They're always doom know, and gloom dude. about uh about like uh, oh it's gonna suck or this and that or a horrible decision. I'm like, well, wait and see, man. Exactly. Because you know, in their world, we just don't have any more Batman movies or Superman movies or any other movies. I'm like, I don't know. Fuck it. Let's just keep trying until we get it right, dude. Right. Like, there's no, there's no harm in trying. Like, you can either not like it or not like it. You know what I mean? At least they're still right? trying. Marvel um, puts out a bunch of shit movies too, man. People just give them the pass because it's Marvel. Right. <laughs> Eternals, Captain Marvel. Oh, dude, fucking... I loathe Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like they had a unnecessary. Cool, like, it had a cool <laughs> idea, but it was unnecessary. Like, it had no impact. All it did was tell us why she was in space. Right. And like, then she comes back and just fucks everything up. And it's like, all right, why do you need the Avengers or anyone else then? Right. Like they didn't have her really participate in anything special. She she tried, you know what I mean? But they didn't have her like they didn't show her off or anything either. Like they just kind of like, hey, here's some, here's a person. 
like <laughs> just unnecessary dude unnecessary yeah, yeah so it's a bummer but like yeah i in, in the new batman like i know they were talking a lot of smack on how the new riddler looks because he looks like like different than any ruler I've seen before, right? Like he's got like all these like straps on him and he's got glasses on that side, but you don't know what he looks like. It's not like that, that green boulder hat, you know, and right. tight jumpsuit from Jim Carrey's, you know, forever, <laughs> right? which is like amazing, by the way. I loved it. Uh, probably my favorite Batman, <laughs> Batman forever. I'm not even kidding. Batman just for forever. the fun, just for Tommy Lee Jones's two face and Jim Carrey's Riddler. Funnest time it, ever. Is that the one that had Ivy and Bane in it too? No, that was, Oh wait, Batman and Robin. That was Batman and Robin. Yeah. That was the one right after. Yeah, Ivy. Yeah, Ivy a, Bane, and it had. Um, and then also had a uh, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Right? Freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, dude. And George. No, the casting: Arnold Schwarzenegger, Uma Thurman, George Clooney. Like <laughs> that was so wild. Like, how did you do that anyway? <laughs> and then even yeah, further but... time, um, but Batgirl, I think, is what she yeah. turned into. Was what's her name, Alicia Silverstone? Or yeah, and then they had what's her face, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman in one of the movies too. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck, dude. Like, yeah, yeah they, it's always been hard. questionable choices. Dude. It's, it's always been, been yeah. People even again, as much as people like Michael Keaton, everybody questioning at first, like, what the fuck, this comedy? Because he was a comedy actor, like this comedy guy this, again, a clown, curly hair, <laughs> clownish <laughs> shit. Reminds me a lot of a young Albert actually. I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> Fucking uh, but no, dude. It's, there's a chance, right, to be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> why not, right? If Keaton did it, if this if uh, Ke- vampire kid, yeah, if this vampire kid did it, like, why not? Like, why right? Not? <laughs> I've I've done I've done way less worse things than these people. Like, I can I can definitely do. It. <laughs> that's your uh, that's your Please end God. to the casting. It's like, hey, come on, guys! I've done less bad things than these guys. <laughs> exactly. Look at these guys. They did some on. pretty bad things. Like. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. I'm looking forward to see what they're going to do too with the overall, how they're going to integrate it to the universe or if they're not like a uh, Phoenix's a uh, Joker movie. Like that had nothing to do with any of the other movies, you know, it was just its own standalone. So is right. that what they're planning on doing? You know, kind of make it its own standalone movie, which I'm fine with. Yeah, I think it'll happen. I think that'll go that way. And I, I don't mind it at all. Like it can yeah, be. Dude, its everybody own wants everything to be connected. And a lot of the times now you're just trying to make it fit in this story when it doesn't. Yeah. It but just yeah, leases you, you down. Like it just, it just straps you from actually being super creative and like innovative on what you want to do. And it's a bummer. So like, yeah, when you get the license to just take an IP and do whatever you want, like just wrong with it, please. There's just, a, just knock it out. Yeah. There's a comic book series that I actually cared that I liked that was actually pretty cool for that was Batman related. It came out a few years ago called a uh, Batman white Knight, And it was oh, yeah. fucking cool. Cause it was a storyline that I, I've been saying for the longest time is if Joker's goal is to fuck with Batman, you know what fucks with Batman is making it seem like he's the good guy, that Joker's the good guy and Batman's the bad guy. That's exactly (laughs) what they did. Jack Napier was a, he was healed of his insanity. And then he starts going around becoming the white knight being like, look at all these areas that Batman just destroys trying to catch these, these villains. And then these rich guys just buy it up, you know, and he goes, if he really cares about, Gotham PD, how come he's the only one with the bat suit and a Batmobile? How come they're, you know, how come he's fine with all these cops just dying because they don't have the proper equipment that they need? There should be a whole Dang. fleet of Batmobiles, you know, just shit like that. And really? it's like, yeah, dude, why? Like, why not? It was, it was <laughs> fucking cool, man. It was, it was a good story. And it kind of seems like they're, they're kind of integrating a bit of that into this, which I'm, I'm excited about because that Batman, the White Knight one has a, he has a collar on his, um, his cape. And that's what they're kind of showing off in the, and this one. So I don't know, man. Looking forward to the, the Batman. The, the bat zone 
<laughs> dude, I'm going to Little Caesars tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. I'm going to get four bat zones and tell dude. them, give me different posters. I mean, I, I, oh, yeah. Four different posters, four different bats now. <laughs> and, like, and don't forget the butter garlic sauce. Because, like, come on. Oh, man. It's just funny that you brought it up. Because, yeah, dude, I just saw that this morning. I was like, what the fuck is Little Caesars doing? I shirt into my uh, local comic. Uh, group as well and everyone's like what the fuck why <laughs> little caesars of all too you'd think it would have been like pizza hut you know or Domino's. they're like right. big ones into getting into these performances they're probably the only ones willing to give batman a chance though <laughs> or to make something as stupid as a bat zone right right they're like hey, this is the cheapest we're ever gonna get batman like let's do this <laughs> let's do this marketing deal now get it quick <laughs> they found their chance <laughs> They took oh it. man and and one thing you did want to talk about a little bit was uh you said you were you're actually looking forward to also making um your own games and stuff like that your own like apps and and digital media well what is it exactly that you're planning on doing yeah dude so a little bit of like a little slight history was like i i've been writing down like game ideas since like for years you know what i mean i think like almost everyone does right in a way like you, it might not be game ideas, but it might be like a comic idea or a right. Idea, or just a cool ideas like why doesn't somebody do this or right exactly cool like happened? like yeah. well, this would be fun you know and so like I got like this book full of different ones from you know games where you're just trying to get the furthest and get the highest score to games where there's actually some good narrative because I I haven't been like writing very much and I think that's a good way for me to kind of put some writing into something that I can actually get out there you know like I. I thought about doing the blog stuff and thought about writing like short stories and stuff like that. But for some reason, I just want to like combine the two more than anything. You know, I want to tell it through someone else's hands or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, and again, it, it engages the reader for lack of a better term, you know, the, the person yeah. when they can, it, it engage the story engages more when they can engage with the story as well, when they can control a bit of it, you know, it feels like they're more immersed in it. So if you, t- you can tell a good story, it, the game doesn't have to be like crazy graphics or crazy gameplay. It just no. has to be fun enough. The story has to be interesting and the game has to be fun. No, yeah. Like one of the first realizations of that for for me is like originally I kind of wanted to make apps. Like I wanted to make the next crazy app like years and years ago. You know what I mean? Like everyone's like, oh, someone made something that looks like you're drinking beer. That guy made $10 million, you know, some bullshit. So at at first it started off like that. But then uh, I started going to school when I moved out here. And one of my first programming classes had me make like um, or my first courses had me make a like text based adventure game. And so it's like an old school war yeah, game yeah, yeah. Like situation. Game, yeah. yeah. And um, so I made a little one like that. And you're just this guy who wakes up in a room or whatever, you know, and like you have these options of what option did you want to take? Press one through five. You know, you could yell something. You could go to this door. You could check under the bed. And, you know, you eventually find a key. And then what do you and then you have an inventory now if you press a certain That's button. super cool. That's hella you know? cool, dude. And it's sort of like I'm like I could tell an actual story using the most basic form of game. Like this was actually fun to make and then fun to kind of do because like as a player, you're like, Oh, I don't know what happens if I hit this button and you have like these buttons out here. And then every time you go to a new room, you have a new set of actions you can do, you know? And it's like, okay, what happens if I do it this, this time? Um, you know? And, and so when I, when I realized any, that I could uh, do that, cool. I'm just like anything like, Oh, so do you have any cool uh, narratives that you kind of want to give a sneak peek to, or are you kind of keeping it close to the vest right now just because you want to wait and see how you're going to do it? Uh, it's mostly close to the vest, but... Because you're, you're still not sure exactly what you're going to do? Well, like, I know what kind of game, you know what I mean? Like, I want yeah, I want a game that, like you said, kind of lets someone choose what they want to do. I want someone to become my character and just feel a part and, like, connected to me in a way through story. 
Yeah, definitely, um, definitely. And so it doesn't need to be, I don't want to, I used to say I, you have to make the shitty games before you can start making the games you want to make. Uh, you know, but I don't want to put out a little free Flappy Bird clone, you know what I mean? To try to earn a little right. bit of cash. Like, I get yeah, the reason for there's it. There's no, well, and there's no story to that. There's no, no, there's I, no I pride. You, you know what I mean? You're like, better off putting, putting out something you believe in at a lower quality than a high quality shit you don't give a fuck about. Right. Because you know what? That, sh- that It translates. It translates. When you don't care, the person reading, playing, watching, they can feel that. They can tell. So if you don't care, why should they care? Exactly. That's like one of the big things. My my buddy Aaron, when I was editing podcasts, he's like, I listen to every podcast I do when I edit it, after I edit it, just to make sure everything is good. And he's like, a lot of people don't do that. And his whole thing was like, if you don't care enough to listen to your podcast, why should somebody else? Right. If you don't care enough to play your game, why should someone else? Exactly. So, no, I get that too. Again, I'm, I'm the same way too. The, the The first comic book I want to put out, it might not be the best quality, but it's just a story I want to tell. It's exactly. not just something yeah. I'm putting out to make money. No, yeah, for sure. And that's... That's the big thing. And that's why when I was like, oh, this text-based game, I could tell a story. That's just, that's just all I want to do is I want to tell a story that someone else lives. And, you know, I'm going to live it. I want them to live it. And now I know we have this kind of connection of all these people. Whatever people actually download this game, I have that kind of connection with them. Like, they experience what I had in mind, you know. So, um, you know, it's probably gonna, but I want something to be on the phone. I want something to be easy, good to go. Yeah, it's successful. Everybody um, has a phone now. Exactly. There's no, there's no point in trying to reach out to any other market first. I definitely right. love to reach out to other markets, but even just getting into PC is like a whole other slew of things. Um, but you can do a choose your own adventure um, on a phone, no problem. Especially if it's oh, just text based. Yeah. But I mean, dude, there's there's plenty of artists you can collaborate with, or are also up and coming that you can get to do. You know, even just simple graphics for it. Like, there, there's so yeah. much you can do if you have the motivation and the willpower to do it. Oh yeah, I've bought a a drawing tablet. I've got some online classes that I pay for that I still have to kind of go through. But I got some drawing classes to go through. I got like I got all this stuff to try to work on it myself, but. I have this uh, buddy, Tyler, who lives in Chicago. He just visited like a week or so ago, uh, almost well, like a week and a half ago. Um, and he's a graphic designer and, you know, he's a nerdy dude. And nice, uh, so he likes all that same kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he watches anime. We, we play video games. He plays League, you know, like so um, someone that I can definitely connect with. And he's like, a, he's going to turn 31. He actually turned 31 today. Um, nice. So like, we're similar in age and everything like that. So we're, it's like we should be able to get everything pretty well and get my vision cool. into his hand onto the paper. Where and do you plan on, um, um, you know, so let, let's just say the listener wants to keep an eye on that or keep some updates or whatever. Do you have any social media anywhere you're putting out updates or just anything where they can check back later on? Maybe a year from now, they're like, oh, let's see what Alper was up to. Is there anywhere they can go and check it out? Yeah, yeah. So I actually just reactivated my Twitter. Um, so it's uh, Kooky47 over on Twitter. Kooky47. Yeah, OG Twitter handle. Like, the handle's been with me <laughs> since 13, I swear. Nice, um, nice. That's great. Um, but yeah, if you guys uh, want to take a look at anything that Albert's um, up to, anything he's working on, he'll be posting it on. He said Kooky47 at Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you guys have any questions about uh, upcoming episodes or projects or anything for um, for myself or the podcast, any suggestions, anything like that, anybody you want to see come back, you know, I'm already bringing back guests who've been on it previously. Anybody you want to hear back from again? Again, we have uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter that I don't use. Uh, we saw weaving words podcast we have a hooligan squad discord server if you guys like doing that um but yeah if you guys have any questions don't feel free to hit us up uh other than that see you guys later goodbye adios